Welcome again to the Bread of Life podcast. Today we are going to talk about honoring God. What does it mean to honor God? The definition of the word honor means to show great respect. And God desires to be honored. He desires to have our reverence. What are some ways that we can show respect and honor to God? The first way is that we need to obey God. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 15.22, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken is better than the fat of rams. In other words, God is more interested in our obedience even than he is in our worship. Because as you know, in the Old Testament, our sacrifices were meant to cover our sin until Jesus died on the cross to be the supreme sacrifice so that we don't have to have sacrifices anymore to come before the Lord. Because once the supreme sacrifice was given, sin is taken away. But God would rather have obedience than he would even the Old Testament sacrifices. Another way is that we can honor God by the way we use our time. You know, a lot of people today are not careful with what they do with their time. Some people know more about social media than they do about the things of God. And I'm not necessarily talking about those who don't know God, because in order to honor God, first, you need to know God. Because if you don't know God, you don't even know that you need to honor God. We need to honor God with our time. It would behoove us as American Christians to study our Bibles more than we do social media. Now, I'm not saying that social media is all wrong and all bad, but I have noticed in my own life that you can use up a lot of time on social media just hearing what other people think about different things. But sometimes, I think as Christians, we need to be more interested in what does God think about this issue? Or what does God want us to do with our time? Our time as Christians should be devoted to more Bible study and prayer because we have a adversary out here and his name is Satan. And he is walking about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. And our only defense against the fiery darts of Satan is our knowledge of the Bible. Because the more you read the Bible, the more it draws you closer to the Father. And he is able to show you things in his word. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, Steady to show thyself, approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing 
the word of truth. And I love that verse, rightly dividing the word of truth. God will teach you his word. If you have a desire to draw closer to God, he will draw closer to you. I was thinking this morning as I was preparing for this podcast about Acts chapter 10, how there was a devout centurion from the city of Caesarea, and that is in Palestine along the Mediterranean Sea. And Cornelius was not a Christian at the time that he was talking to God. He must have been around people that know God, and he knew the importance to pray to God. And God saw that he was searching. God saw his humility and that he was searching. And God sent a message to Cornelius in a vision, and he said, Hey, Cornelius, your request has been heard. He said, I want you to go down to Joppa along the sea, and find Simon Peter. It was very interesting. Several years ago, my wife and I had the privilege of going to Caesarea, Philippi, and then uh, we went from there down and saw where they believe Simon Peter's house is. And it's actually marked the house of Simon Peter. And Cornelius sent some of his men, to go down and find Simon Peter. Simon Peter, at the beginning, did not necessarily want to go, but he went and followed the men and came to Cornelius' house. And the Bible says that Cornelius and all of his house came to know Jesus Christ. That's a pretty good use of our time. Another way that we can honor God is with our prayer lives. There's a verse of scripture that I just really enjoy. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 and 17. And it says, Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you. In Christ Jesus, we're to pray without ceasing. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that we always need to be in an attitude of prayer. Now, I know that through life, you know, we have our jobs, we have things that distract us through the day. But what God wants us to realize is, is He's only a prayer away. And we do not have to have great flowery prayers to be heard by God. Sometimes it's only a couple words. I was thinking over the Easter holiday, on Good Friday, of course, we celebrate the death of Jesus. There were two thieves on the cross that were crucified on the same day as Jesus. And one of the thieves on the cross cursed Jesus and said, if thou be the son of God, come down off the cross and save us and yourself. And the other man that was there, he said, don't you have any respect? Don't you realize who you're talking to? And then he said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. 
And Jesus said those beautiful words. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. That's a fantastic thing. But see, the thief on the cross didn't have time to send out a prayer so many minutes in length. You just, he just cried out to God in communication. Prayer is nothing more than communication with God. God is not looking for floweriness. He is looking for a humble spirit. And because God looks at us as his children, and we wouldn't go to our earthly father and say, Oh, Father. Please give me something that I might have some money in the bank or food on the table or whatever. No, we just go in and say, hey, Dad, can I have blah, blah, blah? Can I have $5? Can I have 10 or whatever? And fathers, if it's a good thing, they normally give to their son or their daughter. God wants us to look at him as our Heavenly Father who is honored by our prayers. You know, earthly fathers, they like to be honored. So how much more would God the Father appreciate being honored? There is nothing greater to me than whenever my dad stands behind the pulpit and preaches on Sunday morning. Because that is his place before the Lord. And it means a lot to me, and I honor him for that. And God the Father desires to have our honor. We honor him through our prayers. Another thing that we do is we honor God through our thoughts. Another one of my favorite verses concerning prayer is Philippians chapter 4, 8, but I'm going to start at Philippians 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Wow, that's fantastic. In other words, if we pray and we are in constant communication with God, it will bring peace to our hearts. And you know, folks, we need a lot of peace today. We've got a lot of confusion in our world. We don't even know how to define our genders today. And this is not going to be a very popular statement, but in Genesis chapter 1, God outlined that he created, he said, let us make man in our image. And that is the first proof of the Trinity was at creation. God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Later. In that chapter, he talks about that he created man. It's interesting, ladies and gentlemen, that in every other creation that God made, at the end of the statement, 
he said, it is good. But whenever he created man, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helpmeet. So God caused a great sleep to come upon Adam. And God opened the flesh of Adam and took out a rib from his side. And the ribs are something that uh, protects the the vital organs of our bodies. But it's very interesting where God took that bone out to give man a desire to have his help me. So God created from that bone, he created Eve. And the Bible says that male and female created he them. Now, that is a confusion today, but that's because, ladies and gentlemen, we have decided not to honor God by departing from his word. This nation, at one time, even though there were many people that were deists, that had studied the Bible and they denied certain passages of the Bible, they still had a Judeo-Christian respect for God. But we have lost that today. And we have come to the conclusion that we know better than God. But as far as I know, God is still on his throne. God is not deceased. He is omnipresent. He knows all. He's not old. He is not decrepit. His mind is not gone. But we as man, we decided we know better than the creator of the universe. And that is wrong. And one of these days, Jesus is going to say, Behold, I am God. And in that time, ladies and gentlemen, there will be a day in which he, Jesus, and God the Father will be honored. The Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is God to the glory of God the Father. And we are going to bring Glory to God. Another thing that we need to do, which we have forgotten in our nation here in America, is the Bible and God, the way to honor God, one of them, the last point that I want to bring out, is our church attendance. Church attendance, ladies and gentlemen, is in on the decline in America. Now, um, a lot of people don't realize what the church attendance does. Church attendance strengthens the family. And the way that it does that is it's just something about being in the public assembly, worshiping God, and sitting beside your family in, in the church. There's just something that draws you closer to God. And I'm going to share a verse with you 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking our own assembly together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And again, that is Hebrews 10.25. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to remind you that it is important that we honor God with our walk with the Lord. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today as much as I enjoyed presenting it to you. And you will be able to follow me again, is my prayer. God bless you today, and may the peace of God be with you for today. And until the next time we meet.